91.3 WVKR. Independent Radio, Poughkeepsie, New York. It is 5.08 p.m. We just heard music from Ian Flanagan, Picture You. And we're lucky enough to have him here on the phone with us today. Let's get him on air. Ian? Hey, Rita. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's been a couple times you've been on the show. Hey, I want to do a brief introduction, if I may, to the listeners here of the show and start off by saying singer-songwriter Ian Flanagan from Saugerties, New York, has been writing songs since before he was a teenager. Last December, he was a finalist on NBC's The Voice and came in third place on Team Blake. Since then, he's been recording and touring the country with his family in his motorhome. He recently released a single titled Grow Up, which features his voice coach, Blake Shelton. He'll be performing upcoming shows here in the Hudson Valley, which is home to Ian, in the upcoming weeks, including this Saturday, July 24th at Claremont State Park, August 5th at Darrell's House Club in Pauling, August 14th in Saugerties at Cantine Field, and August 26th at the Dutchess County Fairgrounds in Rhinebeck. And with that, a warm welcome back to Local Motion, Ian Flanagan. Hey, thank you so much, Rita. I really appreciate your time. Oh, man, and I appreciate yours, man. You've been coming on here for years, and I remember you meeting me here outside in the parking lot and coming up to do the show with me numerous times so it's it's been i know i know i miss you we go way back now i know we sure do all the way to the days of town crier when you were doing open mics there and it was like oh yeah i remember when i first that was like five years ago at least i remember when i and i was one of the judges that night and i was like that guy on that stage that's it for me i didn't hear have to hear anybody after that you blew me away with your voice that night and I remember going up to you afterwards and saying, where's your music? Do you have a CD? Um, you know, and, and just from there on out, you know, you've, you've done a lot since then. And um, it's, it's really been a pleasure to watch. So let's, let's start back because, you know, home is the Hudson Valley to you. You grew up in Saugerties, right? Oh, yeah. I grew up in Saugerties and uh, yeah, my whole life. Yeah. 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 And then... The past 18 months. By the way, are you keeping a journal? You know, somebody asked me that not too long ago, and um, I haven't been at all. I feel like I remember enough, but I probably don't mm-hmm. start that eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because the last 18 months of your career has, um, has changed your life forever. Um, let's start off because we've all been through a pandemic and it's been the hardest time for the arts and for musicians and for theater people and anybody to do with the arts. Tell us where you were at the start of the pandemic. You know, uh, my, my fiance, Ayla, our daughter, Kamea and I, we were, we had just left Texas. We had just had a really wonderful show at Austin city limits and we really had just, arrived in Nashville for a few shows and it was right when the tornado hit East Nashville and we were you know, we were about an hour south in a park called Texas Tea Campground when uh, the pandemic really started coming out and all the gigs started canceling there. Right, right, right. And then you somehow got on stage for like an open mic and in Nashville? Yeah, we, well, I had a few shows booked out there. A lot of them were showcases and literally my last show, last dollar, like we were, we were kind of in a bad way. Like a lot of people were at that time. And I was even hesitant to go out to it because it was really more of an open mic showcase than an actual paying show. And Ava being the way that she is, was like, you know, get your butt in that car, (laughs) go into it. And that's why the reason I do half of everything is because of her. But um, she got me over there to a, it was a place called the Mercy Lounge in Nashville. And that's where there was a scout from the show. And did you know and this at the time? The band, no, I didn't know that at the time. <laughs> I thought I was just going to an open mic yeah. with a band. And uh, I, knew, I knew it had something to do with, like, voice something, but... It's Nashville, and, and there's a ton of stuff that's uh, themed nights. So I didn't really think anything like that. And then after the show, 
one of the scouts is there and he kind of approached us at like 11:30 at night and you know Kamea's back there and um just said if you if you're interested we're looking for alternates for the show so i actually went back to the trailer park that night and um made a little cell phone video that basically just said hey i'm in i write songs and play music all across the country and you know, the next few days, we basically started the process for getting on the show. Amazing. Amazing. And um, we do have to also say that you guys lived in Saugerties and then picked up. You had a lot of courage. You guys picked it all up. You sold all your belongings and you bought a Winnebago and you guys have been traveling. And then this happens to you and you get to go on The Voice. And when I was doing my homework, even though I've followed your career very closely, I still always like to do homework when I have you you on as a guest. And today, I watched your um, audition with, um, you know, the judges, your first time on TV, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that feeling like? You know, that was a crazy moment because, one, I'm a more of a baritone, lower singer, and when you're doing those blind auditions, there can be dozens of people performing that same day. And I actually was on the first day, and there's no real sound checking. So you kind of just walk oh, wow. out into this um, situation. You know, it's a lot of lights. There's the four chairs, and it's the whole production, people counting down, and you got to hit a mark at a certain spot. It's very coordinated. It's very calculated. And I remember starting like the band starts the band's great and uh, i remember starting to sing and i couldn't hear a single a single word oh, that i was no. singing oh so um luckily i've played countless shows where i've never heard myself play the whole time <laughs> so i literally just was going back to old old dive bars in my head and i just kind of <laughs> sang the song and hope to god i was on key really but it was I got to say, it was one of the really best, exciting butterflies kind of feelings, but yeah. it happened so fast. You know, it's just over. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, and everybody, like your family, was on screen there, and everybody's biting their nails, waiting for a chair to turn. And then, of course, Blake Shelton turned the chair for you. Oh, it was nuts, because actually, now that we're talking about it, I'm starting to remember it better. Um, I remember singing this song, and I had I had rearranged this song. It was uh, "Colder Weather" by Zach Brown Band, and I remember it being just too a little too high for me to sing in the in the normal key. So I dropped it down about a whole step, and rearranged a couple of the chords. And I remember being like, "I hope I didn't rearrange this song to where it's not hitting well." And um, about two thirds through the performance, nobody was turning, and I was like, "Well, you know." <laughs> It's been fun. Right. And then Blake's chair turns right at that last bit. And I was like, holy shit, man. Yeah. And it's just making me uh, go crazy over here. Yeah. But Because you don't actually hear the chair turning sound. Oh, that's turns. a TV thing. I think it's post or it's really low ah. because they don't want to distract people. You see right. a light. Yes. And it like it does all the lights, but I didn't hear anything. And ours didn't have a really live audience. We had hundreds of um, Zooms happening at the same time. So it was a really interesting, one-of-a-kind experience for sure. Yeah. And then after that, when did you first get to meet Blake and, like, hang and have him be a coach? I think it was it was the duet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was directly after. Um mm-hmm me and a buddy named Aaron Scott, who was also on my team. He, he's a really amazing rock singer. He and I, we got together, and I was like, this guy's amazing. Um, it's all one of those, it's competitions that just, they're really interesting. You know, you just want everybody to win and have a good, successful career, but at the same time, you got to still, like, survive. Right. And uh, Aaron's great. We met, and I remember them being like, hey, let's do Have You Ever Seen the Rain? And the way those processes work is it's very fast and you meet with the band and Blake. And that's that was the first time we all hung out. So and I think that we actually have that on T V. But basically you never these are really large productions and really big sets. So there's always about a hundred people around you and you know, making first impressions. You kinda of just go up and say, Hey, I actually first met uh, Blake was Kane Brown. Oh. So it was kind of like wow. 
a really interesting first interaction, and they were both super chill, right. really normal people. Right, 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 yeah. And then just all those things that we, we saw on TV, um, that was cool, but you saw so much more behind the scenes, too. How long was the whole process? Like, I know that a lot of it was taped, some of it was live at the end, but how long, like, when did you first go on? And I know it ended in December, but how long was it? Well, it ended up being about six months wow. for me in the hotel. But there's also months of, um, you know, well, let's see. I guess about, you know, nine months in total. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. From like first email to finale. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So it's a long time. And actually, we just passed the year anniversary. Oh. Uh, about a week or two ago. Oh, man. So I've been seeing a lot of years. And I was like, how has it been a year? Right. Time flies. Yeah, it does. I'm telling you, and you with your writing, I mean, have you written a song about this experience? You know, I haven't written a song about this experience. I've been really fortunate to, after after the show, I got signed with Reviver yeah, you Records did. Yeah, you down did. in Nashville, and I just signed up with them two months ago as a publishing deal. So I've been writing full-time in Nashville for a little while now, and so we have been cruising and really working a lot down there. Wow. But no voice-themed songs yet, but we have been writing a lot. Now, writing for you, Ian, or other artists, or, or how does that work? Well, uh, there, there are certain writing sessions that are for me, where I'll sit with a bunch of people, and uh, they all, a lot of people, it's amazing, some of the, the uh, humans that I've been in rooms with. Everybody from, like, you know, Reba McIntyre's, writer to uh keith urban's guitar player the other week it's just crazy everybody's amazing down there and uh there's so much to learn and so much to grow that i'm just always humbled in these rooms but basically we'll go in and we all brainstorm for about 30 40 minutes and if it's a song idea that's really great but i don't deliver it that well or it's not really from my style we'll write it and it'll be out there in the world for somebody who would Really? We would nail it. Yeah, so we write for other people all the time, write for me, yeah. write for um, best song, you know, best song we can. Whoever, However that comes to be is what we're going for. Wow, wow. And then you don't know who the song goes to. It's just there for somebody to take. Yeah, that is a way that it can go. Uh-huh. Um, basically, it works with just different publishers and different artists coming up and releasing music and whatever people are sourcing. Well, I mean, your voice is one of a kind, as all the judges and guests on The Voice told you. I don't need to tell you that. But your songwriting has always affected me as well. So I'm really glad that this is hand in hand for you, like both, you know, and that you're because I'm holding some of your CDs here, like Shades of Blue. That's a that, you know, come on, this is awesome. And the little trio one that you released back in, I don't even know, 2018, oh, 20. Oh, yeah, thank you. That's a, see, that's the old stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm man. So but glad you still love that. Yeah, and I play this stuff. I mean, of course, we're playing Grow Up, you know, but this is the raw Ian Flanagan, you know, and this stuff is so good. So I hope you, ris- are you revisiting any of the songs that you've written? I mean, Wildfire, Hello, that could be a hit for somebody, if not you. I think so. I um, I never don't have these songs close by, mm-hmm. you know. And plus, I've been writing. I mean, I'm sitting on probably forty songs right now that are in the same vein as the previous stuff you've heard. I just also am um, just kind of growing and learning right now, and that's that's my favorite part about this whole thing. Is Every time I think I got something figured out, I become a complete one-on-one student again. Beautiful. And uh, it's exciting. That's really what I love about music. It just keeps you on your toes, and every time you turn a corner, you're you're in a whole new world. So and that's a beautiful thing. It is. It's all you can ask for. You know, that's what keeps the passion going. So we've been. I've been writing a lot. I've been doing. A, I've been studying a lot of bluegrass over the last. Um, few months just for fun and it's kind of rubbing off in my guitar playing are days. you playing the banjo yet no i, I don't <laughs> have the room i've been i'm looking for a mandolin these trailers get smaller by the day yeah 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 mandolin if i get another guitar everybody's gonna 
Oh my god. Oh that's you need a little U Haul on the back of that. I know. You know. I actually do. Just for your equipment, just a little U Haul and have it be like there's the truck, there's the camper, there's the, the home, and then there's the little U Haul for for your stuff, man. Your 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 Oh equipment. I know. I, we got guitars under the bed, we got guitars <laughs> under Kamea's bed, we got guitars everywhere ah oh, oh, it's beautiful and um you you did a little upgrade on your vehicle we did we got our butts handed to us this past winter in dallas there's a winter storm out there and it really uh, exposed some limitations to our previous rig which we love to play in a van you know we had a 20 24 foot winnebago class c motorhome like the van type yeah and it was 20 years old you know and doesn't have any way to warm the tanks. I mean, I can't tell you how often I've spent with a hair dryer just out there trying to like heat tanks to get water to flow. And um, we just saw that we were we were kind of ending that path. We had some stuff going wrong with it that we had fixed, but it's just you always got to keep up with it. And there's a lot of parks that don't even allow campers under over 20 years old anymore. Really? Just like we're getting. Yeah, we were starting to get kicked out of different campgrounds. We had. Ours was a beautiful rig, and we kept good. Uh, we kept we kept up with it. It looked good, but it was twenty years old. So we always had to prove to people that it wasn't some kind of like jalopy right. showing up. Right, right. And um, now you know we just we just bought a new trailer. We both have doors now, which is amazing. amazing. We can all stand at the same time. Oh, so oh, it's beautiful. The little things. Yeah, it's the little things, but you're so appreciative of it and a beautiful brand new truck. So you, you don't have to always drive the trailer. If you're parked in a town somewhere, you got a truck to get around in. And uh, yeah. It's, oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Yeah, to not be like the traveling circus. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's been really great. We've been really fortunate to have survived it. And, you know, I thought we were going to find a lot more musicians out here doing it, but we really aren't mm-hmm. finding many. There's not many doing it. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's, um, it's been fun, but we're, we're really loving it now. And, uh, we're, we're starting to get the hang of it, you know, towing a 35 foot trailer through cities and different towns can, can be interesting. Yeah, I bet you it can. I bet you it can. Absolutely. Now you were just here in the Hudson Valley and I think it might've been your first gig this year that you played here at home at old Savannah's. Yeah, it was first show back home. We've back been, home. um, mm-hmm. we've had a few, and uh, basically right now, COVID's kind of settling down, so I'm doing a lot of one-off shows where I'm flying out to different states. Tell but me yeah, what it was that. in the audience, because you're home, and there was, you know, I mean, when you were on The Voice, they were having parties at drive-ins for you. I mean, the support. Oh, my gosh, I know. You know, there were signs all over, Sargates on the parking meters everywhere. I mean, what was it like when you walked into the room at Old Savannah's with hundreds of people in the audience? Oh, it was amazing. I mean, it's just great to know that so many people were out. We were all together again, and it could be a good reason to have people out. And a lot of people told me the first time they'd been out was for that show. Um, Just to see the support over the years anyway has been just, there's not really any words you can say to describe that gratitude, Mm -hmm. just because the lengths that people have gone through to make sure that they're personally invested in not only my career, but my art and what I create. And there's, it's not, it's very hard to describe that kind of gratitude. It's a very deep gratitude, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it feels amazing. It feels like home, you know, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. And you got You're coming home again because this weekend, um, you'll be at Claremont. I must say to people listening, most of these shows are sold out. Please check each individual uh, venue before. Don't just show up because I think I know Claremont is this Saturday. It's sold out. August 5th at Daryl's house. Last I knew there was standing room, but I think they're live streaming that show. So if any of your fans want to see you perform, live stream is the way to do it as well because it's sold out for seating. Um but well, sadly, I think that their live stream is down. Actually, oh bummer! Date. Yeah, uh, I think so. I think they're out of state for the li- the live streaming side of it. Oh, oh. Um, I had a few emails come in that they refunded all the live streams. So sadly, oh, Daryl's okay. not 
But, I mean, the seating's going to be there, but hopefully we'll be back sooner than later. Right, exactly. Yeah. And then you're going to be home, really home, Sargates at Cantine Field. I, can, I can't even imagine. I just can't even imagine. Like, your home hometown is just going to go crazy when you walk out. Oh, yeah, that's like... Uh... 500 feet from my mom's house. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come fun. on, come on. It's going to be like, what? And then the Dutchess County Fairgrounds on August 26th in Rhinebeck. Yeah, it's been, it's going to be really fun this summer. Hope Rock's going to be awesome. Can't wait to uh, get yes. back with the whole team there and see yes. how it goes. Tell us about Hope Rocks. It's a nonprofit organization, right? Yeah, Hope Rocks is just this beautiful mission on this earth where it's just trying to destigmatize mental illness, depression, addiction, kind of just shine a light onto these dark topics and create a place and safe space for people in a community, in multiple communities, to where they can come together, kind of educate themselves about it, and really just kind of illuminate the darkness. You know, they got a they got a hard mission ahead of them. I'm honored to be a part of the advisory board. And they're just great people, good hearts. They have good intentions. And anybody around who might not know more about it, come on out. You know, everybody's welcome. And people can check out the organization online. It's been a tough year for um, alcoholism and addiction, a really tough year. We've lost many people, and people don't think there's help out there, but there is help out there. And um, this foundation sounds like it's a wonderful place to, um, to, you know, get in touch with and, and all of that. So yeah, you can find a community there. Yeah. You know, it, um, there's no judgment. You know, I just, I just passed five years of sober this year. That's amazing. April. Congratulations. And, well, thank you. You know, I feel like it's really, uh, just such a group effort, you know, and that's what it is. It's about having community. It's about having people. It's about not feeling completely isolated in it. And that's why Hope Rocks is great. Cause it is people doing it. I think, it is the only music festival that is, you know, that comes together around these topics. Right. So they're a true one of a kind. There's a lot of loving people. And if anybody's experiencing anything or needs to feel like they're a part of a larger group going through a similar thing, that's where you can do it. Hope rocks. Hope rocks. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, did you go to Blake's wedding? <laughs> no, actually, you're like uh, somebody texted me that last night. And, uh, <laughs> but no, I did not. No. I wish them all the best, though. Yeah, it, lo- it looked beautiful. Yeah, it did look beautiful, and what they've posted and all of that. And um, you guys got engaged around the same time, didn't you? Get engaged while you were doing the voice. We did, and let me tell you something. I we went on a break. It was after um, after the knockouts, which is like the third section of the tv show right before you come back for live shows and i was on a break had ayla we took this trip and i had saved all my per diem money basically the way the show works is you get kind of a a stipend and then you get a per diem for food and i saved all my per diem and i bought the engagement ring oh man oh my god and i had this private little voice debit card and i was like i'm just gonna stack it up there and, um, you know, eat salads, and I needed to go on a diet anyway, so it worked out perfect. Aww. But uh, I saved out, yeah, I saved this stuff up. I got a really great uh, ring, and we share, every A and I have been sharing everything for years, so, like, we share bank accounts and everything. But I had this uh, little private voice debit card where they would give you your food money or whatever. So I just racked it up, and I finally had enough to, you know, get a ring that she deserved, and I flew back, got it. We were up in Acadia, Maine, and we just had that moment. It worked out. Asked her to marry me, and she said yes. And uh, we were on the top of this mountain out here. Mm. And when I came back to the show, uh, they were like, Blake asked Gwen to marry her. I was like, okay, (laughs) this guy's copying me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. What's he copying? You must have given him some good ideas. Um, Somehow I don't think he had to save his per diem money to pick up her ring, but um, you're... you're... Yeah, and I also think that they're just living their life. We had a great mind of thinking alike there. I told him, I was like, well, you know, we're lucky guys. Yeah, absolutely. What a beautiful story. Do you have wedding plans yet, or are you just kind of going slow with that? We're working on it now. We can't decide what to do. Yeah. We're um, debating between just throwing a music festival back home yeah. and uh, stacking a bill together with some really great bands and kind of just having a community hang, like yeah. throwing a festival for everybody and just 
getting oh. married somewhere in the morning. But oh. Oh. we can't that's decide a, what we're doing. It's that's been, a beautiful a idea. You know, I have to say, uh, in all my time knowing you guys, I think I learned from Ayla first. I think Ayla had reached out to me. There is no more of a team than you two that I have ever met because behind you wouldn't be where you are today without Ayla. And there, you know that. I'm not saying anything new oh, here. Yeah. This woman is your driving force and no one believes in you more. And she just, I can't believe the partnership that you guys have come together. You've now also, you also, let's talk about Nightcap Entertainment because you also started your own company. We did. You know, Ayla and I found each other in this part of our lives where we were both really, really trying, but we, it was, you know, it's, it's a hard area to come up in the arts. And uh, we both were artists in our own way, and we saw a need through my music and the best thing about art and artists is that you know you have to go through a very similar growing process no matter who you are you can have all the money in the world but you still have to have good art and then grow it right. a certain way yeah and then vice versa you can have great art and no money so we were kind of believing that we had great art but we didn't have any money and we were spending everything i was working you know two jobs they weren't great she was working two and we had a kid and we just um, we just decided to say, hey, we got to learn how to do everything. Mm -hmm. Like if we're going to make it in this business at all, if we have a chance, we're going to have to learn everything: video production, web design, booking, marketing, photography, everything. And you know, Ayla's really natural with all kind of managerial administration. She's done it for restaurants and other businesses, and for music and artists, she's been really just taken to it like fish to water because it just, I don't know, it just clicks for her. And she's so visually artistic. We just, we had a few good runs of some projects. So we just started growing it and growing it and growing it as much as we could and learning with our friends back home. And now Nightcap has, uh, it is a label services resource for people, whoever is in need of that kind of stuff. They can always reach out to Nightcap Entertainment. We've been crazy busy this year with uh, everything going on with me and the family now that we're moving to Nashville more and more for work. So it's, it's still in a transitional growing period, but mm -hmm. very much alive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're just kind of waiting to settle down from this crazy year before we can pick back up. Right, right. Now, do you see yourself moving down to Nashville or no plans to do that yet? You know, we, we had this real real hard conversation in Dallas during that storm where we were like, Hey, we've been saving up for a house. We wanted to give Kamea somewhat of a normal childhood, mm -hmm. something that felt good. Cause it's hard as parents, you know, you kind of always wrestle with like, are we crazy people? Aww. And is this good for a kid? Aww. And I mean, the answer in our minds is yes, it's great for a kid. You know, it's different. She sees, she's been in like, just in the last few months, she's been in, um, like five of the biggest studios in the world, wow. you know, and um, she has no idea what so she's, she's into, but different. Jesus, yeah, no, she has no idea. She's sitting in like <laughs> the atmosphere at Blackbird Studios, listening to crazy, crazy music that uh, you know it's taken me all my life to get into. <laughs> she's just there hanging out, pressing buttons, <laughs> and um, so we feel good about it. But we definitely decided instead of a down payment on a house or trying to settle down, that's where we were like, nope, we're going to commit to the road, and we bought the trailer and the truck instead. Right. Right, 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 right. So we're we're staying in Nashville. I'll work there for for years, but uh, we're definitely mobile. We're up in Maine right now. Uh, we'll be New York, and then we'll be back in uh, Nashville in September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, New York, you must be coming down within the next couple of days because Saturday's a gig, my friend. Don't forget. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I'm leaving Friday, and I'll be there Saturday. Yeah, wonderful. And your parents are so proud of you. And I mean, the whole Hudson Valley thing. Like I said, when. All of this has been happening to you. The town of Sargates, you couldn't go through it without seeing your name, you know, even on a parking meter or something. So it's it's just been, 
you know, during a really dark year, um, it brought at least the Hudson Valley community together because every Monday and Tuesday, everybody we would know we'd be on watching NBC and waiting for Ian to come on TV, you know, and, and it's just live parties on Facebook. And it's just you really brought a whole community together, my friend. You really did. And it's it's been no one deserves it more. I know you've worked your ass off and you and Ayla have sacrificed a lot and have now you've come like full circle and it's just a beautiful thing to witness and I wish you so the best of everything because you deserve it you you both are, are are fine people and this couldn't have happened to better people and you're working so hard for it and uh yeah, you know, and, and then you release this single that's just like climbing up with, I mean, grow up, talk to us about this single featuring your coach, Blake Shelton. Yeah, well, first, you know, thank you. We we love you and really appreciate you and the whole town back home. So thank you for that. I feel very fortunate to have been able to help um, add any kind of positive distraction during that year. Yeah, you did. Um you know, Grow Up kind of happened quick and organic after the show is when the label called and said, we want to pick up a single. So we were sourcing music, putting our heads together, writing music, and we sourced this song, Grow Up. And before we went into the studio, we were just like, hey, you think Blake would want to jump on it? Texted him, and uh, a couple of days later, you know, he was like, I, I think this would be really great. Mm-hmm. And... I know it sounds pretty easy, but it did kind of work that way. And then he met up with us at Starstruck Studios in Nashville. We were both there at the same time, and it just happened to work out somehow the stars and the planets aligned. And uh, we cut it. You know, we had a couple hours together, and basically we went and then performed it on the season finale of The Voice, or the day before the season finale, Yeah, where, you know, the whole band is there, and it just happened really organically. I mean, nothing nothing happens without a lot of hard work from a huge team. Right. But as organic as that did happen, right. it came together. And Blake is really one of the most humble, just good-hearted dudes to actually, you know, he didn't have to do that. Right. And he doesn't have to ever do anything else. He just, uh, but he does stick to his word and he followed through and, He's been taking care of us and helping out. Yeah, well, I tell you, he's. I you could see the whole time, you know, you were performing and his comments to you and watching him, watching you perform. He was in awe of you and just knew that he had a, an up up and coming rising star in you when he clicked that button and he turned that chair during the blind auditions and and that you know. I mean, so yeah, it's a it's a cool thing, and I'm glad that he has followed up with you. It's a good stuff. So grow up is, I mean, your music. Obviously, you have a website. Let's get that out there. IanFlanaganMusic.com. You are on all the social media sites. Um, you also your music is on Spotify and wherever else people might stream their music under Ian Flanagan. Um, follow, subscribe, all of those good stuff. Great YouTube channel too, by the way, which is, I'm still old school, Ian. I still don't do Spotify. I know that's crazy, but I don't know. That's okay. Yeah, no, it's what I do. So I'm, you know, we're going to play Grow Up from watching the video, which is cool. And your daughter is in the appearance, makes, makes a cameo appearance on, on your video here. Oh, yeah, she's in there. Ava filmed that whole thing during the studio days. It was a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, Kamea sees Blake. She loves Blake. She loves his music. And, you know, she's just sitting next to him on the couch for, like, 20 minutes. Yeah. Just hanging out. Oh, my God. It's really nice that she got to meet him. What a lucky, lucky little girl. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play this single that so many people have heard and more people are going to hear it, Grow Up. And then I want to play, I'm going to play a couple of more. I have to tell you, my favorite song during your whole voice process was um, Make You Feel My Love. I just loved the simplicity of it, the rawness of it. And I'm going to play that as well today. And we already played Picture You, and we're going to play Never Learn. Tell me about the lyrics for Never Learn, because that is pretty special. I am glad you brought that song up. I love all of all those songs that you just said, so thank you. Um, Never Learn was a 
really beautiful song. The song is written by Ross Koppelman. He's a he's basically he just won um, CMT's Songwriter of the Year award. He's really just an amazing guy. And he and I linked up during the finale of the show. We had a few days to source a song, and I was going through songs, and I was like, I'm not going to sing anything that I don't completely connect with. And I heard this song, and basically, for me, I instantly was like, no, I'm just going to do this one. I can I can rearrange this and make this my own and deliver it. It's a beautiful message. And Neverland's basically just about, you know, your kids and how they're still so innocent in this world that we wish we could protect them, but it's inevitable that you can't. So really, it's just a song about that moment where you're just hoping they'll never have to learn those hardships. Oh, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. And um, your music is for sale, of course, on Spotify, but I'm still like, do people still buy CDs? Are people still buying your CDs? Or, or how's that working? You know, it's um, it's definitely a dying uh, form of music, which, which is how it is. That's okay. I mean... Oh, no. I'm sitting in my truck right now, and I don't even have a CD player. Oh, no. So. No. See, the, I'm right? like fighting it, Ian. I'm fighting it. No, that's just... Fight it. Fight it as long as you can. Oh. I um, I just... I was just in Indiana for a show. I got to open up for Trace Atkins, and that crowd also has CD players. We all... Everybody was into it. I go to some shows across the country. People are still into it, and then others, not, not one. Man. So I think... I think it's really just the dynamic of what people are getting into. It's it's hard when, um, you know, like I remember when iPhone stopped having the uh, headphone jack, and yeah. I was like, "What is this madness?" Yes. And now it's uh, yes. No, I don't want one either. I like, know, I know. I resist change. Stuff. I'm like a ornery old person here. I'm just resisting. Now you have merchandise and T-shirts and stuff too. I do. We just came out with a whole bunch of new stuff. It's really been a lot of fun. And we got some great lyric shirts. We got some cool hats and a bunch of other stuff coming out soon. So if anybody wants to check it out on Facebook, Instagram, com, that's where we can get you guys some merch. Yeah. And oh. yeah, we're really excited about it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, well, Ian, I'm counting the days. I'm going to be there Saturday at Claremont. By the way, that was my old hang. I grew up in Tivoli. And, um, really? yeah, as a teenager, bunch of us, as soon as we could drive, that was our, our nightly hang to watch the sunset at Claremont State Park. So for me, it brings back a ton of memories. And now to get to see you there, um, in concert on Saturday will be an added memory. So I look forward to seeing you a quick hello. And, um, you know, I'm going to play some more music of yours here and, Ah, yeah, and thank you for your time, and it's a really wonderful thing to watch. And, um, you know, ianflanaganmusic.com. Check out social media, because it's really cool to see your travels, too, you know, especially Instagram and all of that, because it's just such great photos. And, you know, last week, too, when you opened up for Trace Atkins, and your crowds keep getting bigger and bigger, and it's just a really beautiful thing to watch, Ian. So, you know, ride the ride, enjoy it, and I'll see you on Saturday. I appreciate your time. Send my love to Ayla. I hope she'll be there. Will she be there Saturday as well? I think so. All right. If not, I'll bring Kamea. Oh, I'll do hang. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do that. Do that. Awesome. Sounds good. So I'm going to play Grow Up, and this features Blake Shelton, newest single from Ian Flanagan, available wherever you stream your music. And um, Ian, thank you so much for your time, and I'll see you in a few days, my friend. Thank you, Rita. We'll see you Saturday. Yep. Safe travels. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, Ian Flanagan featuring Blake Shelton, new single called Grow Up. Let's take a listen here on 91.3 WVKR. Second airliners, headlight dreamers, backseat players, windshield singers, small town living, love the haters, Main Street beat drop review shakers. They say we're never gonna grow up, 
handshakes, love drunk, tipsy, map, coke, coke, and a whiskey kiss me. Strap off a shoulder, feel that fire. Embers in her eyes, gonna burn me higher. They say we're never gonna grow up. Well, it might be right, cause we're alive, we're alive, and tonight we're raising something cold up. Thought we would one day, but hey, we ain't Cause one day still ain't showed up I guess we're never gonna grow up Fall in too fast, hang on too long Screw what we need, do what we want Leave our mark like black on leather gonna grow up well it might be right cause we're alive we're alive and tonight we're raising something colder thought we would one day but hey we ain't cause one day still ain't showed up stars appear And there's no one there to dry your tears I could hold you for a million years To make you feel my love Yes, I know you haven't made your mind up yet I would never do you wrong Yes, I've known it for the moment that we met There's no doubt in my mind where you belong The storms are raging on the rolling sea And on the highway I can make you happy, make your dreams come true There is nothing I would not do Walk to the ends of the earth for you To 
make you feel my love To make you feel my love WVKR. I cannot get enough of listening to Ian Flanagan. Thank you, Ian, for being my guest on Local Motion this hour. We just heard Make You Feel My Love, a song written by Bob Dylan, uh, made very famous by Adele. And uh, Ian sang that on one of the episodes of The Voice, which was, it melted me. I just love that song. Always have. And when I heard him play it, I just, oh, it's just wonderful. And we also heard Grow Up, which is the new single featuring Blake Shelton, Ian's coach from The Voice. Wherever you stream your music, wherever you buy your music, if anyone still does that, check out ianflanaganmusic.com. He's got a beautiful website, tells you a lot of history, and more importantly, shows you all his upcoming performances. He is starting out this weekend here in the Hudson Valley, which is home to Ian Flanagan, and he'll be performing this Saturday at Claremont State Park on August 5th at Daryl's House in Pauling, August 14th in Saugerties at Cantine Field, and August 26th at the Dutchess County Fairgrounds in Rhinebeck, ianflanaganmusic.com. And he's really touring all over the country. So keep an eye out for this guy. He's uh, writing songs. He's signed to a record label. And I tell you, I just, I, I couldn't be happier for him and his family. So good stuff. Thanks everybody for tuning in today. If you missed part of the interview or perhaps all of it, and you're just tuning in, check out my YouTube channel, Rita Ryan Local Motion. I'll be uploading the Ian Flanagan conversation up there tonight. And as well, I turn it into a podcast. So wherever you stream, your music, you could follow Local Motion on 91.3 WVKR and keep up with all the interviews that I'm uploading. Next week, Clark Gayton will be my guest. Thrilled to have him on. He's played with literally everybody you've heard of. Sting, Bruce Springsteen, Levon Helm, the list goes on. We've got a lot to talk about with Clark Gayton next week. Uh, in two weeks, I'm taking a night off. In three weeks, Ben Porowski will be my guest. Lots of great shows coming, coming up, coming up. So what I'm going to do now, the airwaves will be handed over to Dr. J with Irie Groove. He's back in the house doing it live here at WVKR. So keep your station tuned right where it's at. I'm going to go out with another track by Ian Flanagan, maybe another two tracks. We'll see how long all this stuff takes. Thank you again to Ian. I'll be back next week. Keep listening. And uh, let's take a listen right here, right now to Ian Flanagan, Never Learn on 91.3 WVKR, Independent Radio, w, uh, Poughkeepsie, New York. Until next time, I wish you peace. still say goodbye like it's the last time You make friends like you've known them your whole life You see laugh lines not young or old Don't know the difference which you broke And I hope you never learn Life ain't always blue skies, windows down The ones you love sometimes you hurt How this cruel world turns And I hope you never learn Never learn I never learn You don't know Not all people love all people And all you see Is good you don't see evil there are some dreams you should let grow There's dreams you should let go And I hope you never learn Life ain't always blue skies, windows down The ones you love, sometimes you hurt And I could teach you how this cruel world turns But I hope you never learn Never learn
sky, dark clouds that tower up to the heavens above, as the rain begins to fall. I close my eyes and I fold up my baby back up north, hope she's still waiting for me, all I know is my time.